Hi, I'm Suzanne Lynn from Z88.3 Afternoons with Suzanne and Shadow, wishing you a very Merry Christmas. Bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement to the world 24 hours a day. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast. Bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement to the world 24 hours a day. The power of the Christian testimony. Join the God Movement. to Cod Stories Radio. This is session 186. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. What's going on, guys? It's Thursday night. Woohoo! Yahoo! Thursday night, right here, under the lights, live. <laughs> Boy, this in is in front needed. of nobody. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Thursday night. Thank you. I, I tell you, it can't come fast enough for me. And it feels like it comes so fast to me because I always feel like I'm rushing around from one place to another. So. I know. And then the uh, old Slewfoot tries to, uh, you know, throw little roadblocks during the day, get you all messed up. So you come in here all crazy like in the head. <laughs> so we can't focus on God's business. That's what we're here. That's, That's what, what it's all here. about. That's what it is all about. You guys are uh, talkative tonight. Aren't we, huh? <laughs> How was your week? My week was great. You know, I've been... Uh, uh, had my new job at uh, first United Methodist. Yeah, it's going good. Been working hard. Try to get the place looking like Christmas. How's that going? It's going great. Good. I was told today I was doing a really good job. Awesome. It's it was nice. It blessed me. Like Christmas. <laughs> 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 How about you, Mikey? What's going on over there? Oh, oh, Slufu got a hold of me at the beginning of the week. Ah, uh, uh-huh. just flick him off yeah, the right. shoulder. Was... See ya. I did. I'm. I. I went. Uh, I did pretty good at it. I, I mean, he got me, but I did pretty good. I think. I'm here. Yes, you are. All right. With shoes and bells on. There you go. It is Christmas. <laughs> yes, it is. What's going on over there? Not much. We've got some Facebook likes. How's that sandwich? It's really good. <laughs> I'm so hungry. It's good thing we're not doing YouTube tonight. <laughs> Be some hungry watchers. That's okay. You know, I think everybody gets it. Um, yeah, but we have some Facebook All likes. All right, Facebook likes. Yeah. So we want to say thank you to Sean Sullivan. Thank you, Sean. Thank Appreciate you, Sean, that. for liking us on Facebook. And I think I saw him as being a future guest. Is that right? I think I did. Oh, yes. Yes, oh. yes, yes. Indeed, okay. you did. Right. He is going to be on February. December, isn't it? December or February? Oh, it, is. it is the 27th. Yeah, I think it's the 27th of December. Yep. And I'm really excited to hear um, him and his wife's testimony. Okay. So, yep. 
more to come on that. And then we have another future guest, uh, Sochi Elmore. Sochi, thank, thank you, you for liking us. She's she's the wife of uh, one of Fritz's uh, co-workers. Stephen Elmore. Mm-hmm. He's actually the administrative business administrative guy yeah, there at the yeah. church. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> one of those guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and we also want to say thank you to Joseph Ormsby. So thank you, Joseph. Thank you. For thank you, Joseph. And he, he works, uh, I would say works, but uh, volunteers at the church. He's a technical guy. I okay. work with him on Sundays. Awesome. Does camera and visuals. Production tech. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very cool. A lot of ministries to, yeah. or testimonies to come in the future. Ah, boy, Pretty you got exciting. that right. That's right. Well, yeah. and anybody else out there, if you have not liked this yet on Facebook, please do so for wherever you are. Yes, sir. We we appreciate it. We love to say the names. want to welcome everybody on uh, Mixler tonight that's listening. Uh, I know that you've dialed into a good one tonight. So uh, welcome to the show. We also want to thank everybody who writes us and comments, you know, gives us encouragement, tells us to keep up the good work, et cetera. Mm-hmm. really does mean a lot to us. It so thank you. Does. You know, sometimes we're having a bad day or a bad week and uh, we get a comment like that and it just kind of turns things around for us. So well, it really does. We really thank you for that. We always enjoy hearing how the Lord is is uh, using the ministry. It's right. not us. It's, it's his right. and it, ministry and... Very they, encouraging. They all seem to say towards the end too. They just keep the keep up the good work. Keep the the don't close it down. Keep it going. Yeah. So, and amen thanks, to that. Thanks to people who are willing to sponsor and contribute. That will happen. You know. So it's uh, you know sometimes we just have practical needs. So we want to thank those people who are meeting those practical needs. Yes. You thank are, you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you are all a part of this ministry. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. And we could use tax man's coming too, isn't he? Tax man coming. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we have to file like the big boys. So it's like three to five hundred dollars. So anyway, and that's probably probably pretty good, actually. You know, big boys, you know, they probably. Yeah. Oh, it's nothing to them. Yeah. Right. All right. I have um, my son. Uh, sent me a text uh, about an hour ago, and um, he sent me a text, and he just said, uh, are you doing God's stories tonight? And uh, it made me wonder, why is he asking this? And um, so I told him I was, and uh, so he sent me back uh, a response, and he says, one of my coworkers has recently found out his wife has cancer in different parts of her body. They have a young daughter. His wife is only 30 years old. Could you have the people pray for them? So I'm asking, and her name is Lauren. So um, I'm asking uh, the listeners out there, and especially those prayer warriors out there, to join me, join us in prayer for Lauren and the healing of the cancer that's in her body. As uh, my son said in his text, that she's only 30 and they just have a a young daughter. So, uh, join us in prayer for that. Absolutely. I tell you, it's not a biased disease, is it? No. It just, wow, man. Well, we appreciate our God Stories Radio family, and we uh, there's some prayer warriors out there. I know there is. That's and why we know I, it, and we love it. That's why I said it the way I did. Amen. And I'll try and ask him to keep uh, keep us updated. 
please That'd do. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah, please do. And I'd pass that along to the men's group too, the breakfast club. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Who's our guest, babe? Well, we have a guest that actually we've been in contact with for the last year or two. And actually, this is a guest that Trish lined up for us. So um, Trish was at the Orlando House of Prayer okay, and met Nicole Phillips, who's our guest tonight. And she's going to tell us more about her testimony and also the ministry that she's involved in, Lavished Ministries. So without any further ado, I give you Miss Nicole Phillips. Hey, Nicole. Thanks Hello, for Nicole. coming. Thank you for giving your testimony. For being on the show. And I, I love thank your you. newsletter. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. We're excited to have you, too. Oh. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Nicole. Sure. Well, my name is Nicole. <laughs> uh, born and raised in Panama City, Florida. Uh, so I, I grew up in the spring break capital of the world. Um, and actually, just about eight weeks ago, we we had a hur- a huge hurricane come come here, and um, so it's been a process of rebuilding and restoring. And that process will go on for the next few months, or perhaps even a few years. But um, so, yeah, born and raised in Panama City, um, went to college in Georgia for a year, then ended up transferring um, back home to Panama City to finish up college, um, got a theology degree, uh, started my master's, and and, and just kind of have been, <laughs> have been uh, going uh, education-wise, going strong ever since, um, got into the ministry at a young age, and that has taken off and now it's become my full-time job. And, um, so yeah, I have a chihuahua named Gracie and she does not <laughs> like people. Um, she's not friendly. Uh, so yeah, what else, what else do you want to know? Well, that's awesome. <laughs> Gracie's testimony is yet to come. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Very much so. Oh, that's too funny. How'd you end up with Gracie? Oh my goodness. So that's actually kind of a, it's a short but sweet story. Growing up, my father, he always said, you know, we will never have a dog. And if we were to have a dog, it will never, ever, ever be an inside dog. And so I grew up with, you know, knowing that I could never ask my father for an animal because he would say no. And so uh, when I was 12 years old, me and some friends wanted to go to a Point of Grace concert. And so my parents were the cool parents. And so they said, okay, let's get a church van and let's blow up all your friends. Let's go two hours away to this Point of Grace concert. So we went, we had fun. We come home, all the girls spend the night at my house. The next morning we wake up and my parents surprised me and my brothers with this dog, with this chihuahua that we had no idea we wow. were getting. Well, mm-hmm. And um, so we named her Gracie after Point of Grace. Aww. <laughs> I- I love that band, though. I love it. Point of I Grace. know, right? They're awesome. The 90s. Yeah, it was great. Great time. So how old is Gracie now? Oh, Gracie. Oh, my goodness. She's probably about 15. She was a rescue. So um, if I got her when I was 12, yeah, she's probably about 15 years old. She's getting older. 
Well, you know, that's probably why she's in a bad mood. (laughs) (laughs) I know I struggle with it. (laughs) We can relate just a little. I mean, probably not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I've snapped at people before. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. So tell us a little bit, Nicole, about how, what your Christian journey was like, how you came to know the Lord. It sounds like you came from a Christian family, but uh, let us know a little bit about that. Totally. So, yeah, I, I was blessed to be born into a Christian family. Um, so, you know, since, you know, since I was in the womb, I was in church and, and the ongoing joke in my house is, so, you know, when you're, when you're a newborn, um, you go to the church and you get dedicated, you know, usually right. the pastor brings the baby up front, prays over the baby with the congregation, and you essentially dedicate, you know, this child to the Lord. Well, um, I was dedicated twice. I was dedicated once in Ohio and um, once in Florida. My my father was in the military, and so um, their home church, my parents' home church, was up in Ohio, and then they got stationed here in Panama City, so my parents wanted to dedicate me again um, at this at our, at our home church down here. And so uh, when people always ask my parents, you know, how do you feel about this this um, ministry that Nicole leads and how you feel about the call that she has in our life. And the the joke is that, well, you know, we dedicated her twice. So we were serious when we said, you know, we dedicated her, her to the Lord. <laughs> um, they got that so insurance yeah, so dedication. I, right. So I, in this case, the first one didn't stick, right? <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, so I grew up in a Christian home ever since I was, you know, in the womb. And, you know, every night before I'd go to sleep, um, my my parents would you know sit by my bed and read me Bible stories and my favorite story was Moses. I just loved the story of Moses of of uh, him being in a basket floating down the river. Like I I just I loved the Bible. I loved hearing about Jesus. And um, even when I was younger, I would write Jesus um, like like poems, like love stories. Like I would just journal about Aww. about the love of God and about you know, Jesus and how he's my best friend and, you know, all these lyrics to songs that we would sing in children's church. And so um, I came to know the Lord at a very young age, which I think a lot of people who are who grew up in church, they, they have a measure of, of knowing who the Lord is and, and his love for us. Um, so I guess my testimony in a nutshell is that God, God kept me. Um you know, I saw a lot of my friends growing up getting into crazy things. And, you know, we all grew up in the same church and whether it was, um, you know, being promiscuous or getting into drugs or alcohol or partying or, or whatever the lifestyle may be, um, the Lord really did keep me from that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, I struggled with a lot of identity um things when I was a teenager, as I think a lot of young girls do. And um, my father could still recall the time where he says that the Lord woke him up from a deep sleep and he caught me making myself throw up in the bathroom. And um, to this day, he will say, you know, Nicole, the Lord woke me up. The Lord woke me up. And so I, I grew up with a loving family, um, but that's not to say that I didn't have struggles and insecurities and stuff that I have battled throughout my life. 
Um, but the Lord is good. And, you know, I never, ever thought I would go to Bible college because in my little rebel stage, my idea of being an adult and turning 18 was finally I can break out of this shell that my parents have kept me under for so many years and I can get get out of this, um, you know, Christian thing and I can go explore. And, and um, I wanted to go and study psychology and go to this big party school, but um, the Lord had other plans and I enrolled myself into a, to a very strict Bible college. Mm-hmm. So, um, so the Lord kind of brought me around and that's when I entered ministry and started a whole new journey of, of, of being in full-time ministry. So how did he knock on your heart in that particular way? Oh, um, <laughs> we call it the two well, by four upside the head, uh, either that or it's that moment when God gets your attention and you realize, huh? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when you're in high school, people always ask you, so what do you want to do when you graduate? You know, what do you want to do? Or even when you're younger, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I never really knew how to answer that. I never knew um, until I was 17 years old. Um, it was about 1130 at night. And I was watching TV, and I stumbled across the 700 Club. Mm-hmm. And there was this woman on there with pink hair. Now, now if you watched TVN back in the day, there, there was a woman on there oh, with exactly pink hair. Tammy Faye. Yes. Yes, you know what I'm talking about. Tammy well, Faye Baker. She, I still have my yes. mom's PTL Bible. I met Tammy Faye Baker, yeah. just FYI. No. That's how old I am. <laughs> hey, well. Well, she was on our house all the time. So uh, I, I stumbled across her, and um, she was actually interviewing another woman who had pink hair. And so I was like, oh, my goodness, there's two people with pink hair on TVN right now. i got to listen to this. And so I'm 17 years old. I have TVN on, and I'm watching this and listening. And this woman, her name was Annie, she was talking about how she um, worked as an escort in Las Vegas, Nevada, and how um, – one night she was done living that life and um, she just emotionally and mentally wanted to check out. And so she overdosed on drugs and uh, in a hotel room, she cried out to, to the Lord and she said, you know, God, if you spare my life this one time, I'll serve you the rest of, you know, the rest of the days you give me on this earth. I'll dedicate the rest of those, those days to serving you. And so uh, she ends up in the emergency room and the doctor essentially rules it a miracle saying, Annie, you know, you should be dead with all these drugs you have in your system. But, you know, this is a miracle. You are still alive. And so Annie goes on to say during this interview that she took that as in, you know, the Lord heard her prayer. And so she needed to hold up her side of the bargain. And so now she leaves this ministry out in Las Vegas where she reaches escorts and women who are working in the nightclubs. And women who are working in the in the legal brothels out there. And so I saw this testimony when I was seventeen. Um, felt an immediate call to it. I, I can't really explain it other than my heart was burdened um, for for women who were working in this industry who felt like they had no way out, um, who were addicted and abused and um, damaged, and a, a lot of shame is attached to that as well. And so I walk out into my living room like in tears after watching this interview. And um, I say, mom, dad, I know what I'm called to do. And they said, really? You know, what? And I said, you guys, I'm called to go work in Las Vegas. Hmm. And they, it took them a second. They're like, 
honey, what exactly do you mean? And I, I said, I, I want to reach those women. And they're like, what women? And I said, women like Annie. And I just start crying. And so I, I go onto YouTube and I pull up um, Annie and I found some videos from her story and I made my parents watch it. And I said, you know, this is what I want to do with my life. This is what I want to do. I want to reach women like Annie. And so they watched some of these videos that I forced them to watch and it resonated with their spirit. And they, they essentially were my first supporters. And um, that's how it kind of got started with, with Lavish Ministries. Um, that was really the the um, the two by four, as you were talking about, the time where it was like, I am called to ministry. So now now that I know I'm called to this, now I, I feel this fire inside of me to do this. What's my next step? And my next step personally was to enroll into Bible college. And that was that was where I started. So in your journey in Bible college, how did you get connected to Lavish Ministries? So Lavish Ministries, so I went through four years of Bible college, and through those four years, I was dating a youth pastor. And so him and I planned, um, as soon as I graduated, we were going to get married and um, pastor in Georgia. And that was my plan. Like, the, the, the Lord placed that desire in my heart to reach women, quote-unquote, like Annie, or women who are working in the industry when I was 17. Um, but that kind of got pushed onto the back burner for a while because my, my whole life's purpose started to skew the other way. And I met this guy who was a great guy. He was in ministry and we were going to college together and we planned our life together. And I figured, okay, well, this is this desire that the Lord placed in my heart when I was 17. Yeah. We'll put on the back burner for now. You know, maybe I didn't hear God. Maybe I was wrong, you know, because this guy, this must be my husband. And so we were together for four years all throughout college. And we finally came to terms with the fact that we had two different callings and um, he was called to pastor and I was not called to be a pastor's wife. (laughs) So um, Mm -hmm. we we separated and I had to go through this process of finding myself again of what has the Lord called me to do? You know, you know, it, it wasn't to stay in Georgia and to, to be a pastor's wife and to help this church grow. No, it was, it was a missions calling that I had. Um, and so that's actually when Lavish Ministries was birthed. I actually began Lavish Ministries out of, quite frankly, out of heartache, out of that that desire to try to find my calling again and find my identity, which I do not recommend starting a ministry <laughs> um, out of heartache, um, but that's what I did. And um, so I started Lavish Ministries in December of 2014, and um, gratefully the Lord has um, favored it and has blessed us. And four years later, we are going stronger than ever now. Um, but that's how it began. Four wow. Years ago. So, you know, you've birthed this ministry, kind of take us on the journey of the ministry and, and where it's going and, and some of the, the things that in ways in which God has moved within the ministry. Sure. Well, um, one of my favorite stories to tell is actually the first the first um, time I really saw the hand of God move on behalf of this ministry. And it was about three months into ministry. And when I say ministry, what we do is essentially is we are a group of women who build relationships with women who are in the commercial sex industry. 
So whether it's women who are working the streets or who work in brothels or who work in the nightclubs um, in Panama City, Florida and the surrounding counties, we really are just a resource. We're there to listen. We're there to help if they need help. Um, or we're, we're there for them whether they want to stay doing what they're doing. We're not there to try to pull them out. But if they come to us and say, hey, Nicole, you know, I'm, I'm being abused or I have an addiction problem or I want a new career path, we are then able to step in and, and, and help. And um, we've seen tremendous um, just miracle after miracle happen. But at the very beginning of ministry, we were about three months into ministry, didn't really know what I was doing. I was just a, a girl with a, a heart to want to serve people. And um, I was driving in my car downtown and I see this office building and the Holy Spirit spoke to me so clearly. And he said, Nicole, go into that building and talk to um, talk to the person who owns the building. Like the person, um, her name was plastered on the building. So I pull over and I have this little, you know, 30 second argument with God saying, are you sure? Am I hearing this right? Like, are you sure? <laughs> go, go, go. So I walk into this office building and I see this receptionist and I said, Hey, is, is I'll just say Mrs. Smith. Is Mrs. Smith here? And she says, yeah, let me go get her. So uh, she brings the owner of this building out and we go back into her big office in the back room and um, we make some small talk, and she said, okay, so um, why are you here? And I said, okay, well, this is this is what's going on. And I explained essentially what I just told you, my heart to reach women who are in the sex industry and the, um, the burden and the fire I had in me when I was 17 when I saw this interview and how, you know, there's no resources for women who work in the sex industry. If you want to get out, you're, you're leaving with nothing. There's no support system. Most of them don't have families. There's no income. It's, it's a lot to leave if you want to get out. And so I explained my heart to this businesswoman, and she said, okay, Nicole, well, how much money would you need to get you through your first year of ministry? And I said, I don't know, like maybe $5,000. I mean, we want to do some outreaches. We want to build some solid rapport with, with, certain um certain clubs in, in our area um so i just kind of whipped out five thousand dollars sure that sounds good <laughs> and so she takes out her checkbook and she writes out a check and she rips out the check and she holds it to her heart and um she starts crying and so i'm just kind of looking at her like okay like what's going on like i know this is the lord but but you know what's happening right now and she proceeds to tell me you know she said nicole before I was a businesswoman in in this city, before before I worked here, I was a stripper at one of these strip clubs. And she said, if a team like your team, if someone like you would have came into my club when I was 18 years old and told me that, you know, I could have a different life and that I was worth more than what I was doing, I would have turned my life over to the Lord much sooner than what I did in my 40s. And so she said, Nicole, it's my honor to present you with a check for $5,000. Wow. And so that money was how we fully funded our first year of ministry. And we've grown um, tremendously since then. But um, 
I always tell people our first year of of ministry was was funded by a, a former dancer, <laughs> and so I just feel like that was the hand of God from the very beginning working. It so saying, you know, is. I, you know, that's undisputably I the Father. Oh, I mean, that's right? <laughs> all well, the little I details. I tried. Yeah, I couldn't have planned it better myself. Whew, you have us all in tears oh, over I know. here. I know. The hair standing oh. up on my arms. That's just amazing. Oh. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's just one of many, many stories. But um, the very beginning where, you know, we were trying to figure out what is this going to look like? And will these clubs accept us? You know, we, we go into the clubs and we bring gift bags, small gift bags, like nothing extravagant. The gift bags probably um, are less than, four dollars a piece um it could be jewelry or makeup or mm-hmm. scarf or fuzzy socks or candy or cupcakes um we just bring gifts and we say hey you know we just want to tell you that we love you and jesus loves you and if you need anything we're here and through just those you know simple acts of kindness we've we've um built really i, I call it a bridge a bridge between the clubs and the church mm-hmm. um because we have we have you know dancers and bouncers and managers of these clubs who you know come to church with me (laughs) and you know we just have our own little pew of of club family like it's it's been crazy how the lord has moved and how he's given us favor to go into these establishments and not be not be seen as a threat to their business but be seen as you know just nice church ladies who who want to help and who want to love people and um you know, just be a resource. It's amazing, and it's unfortunate that random acts of kindness are so rare right? in our society yeah. today. And, you know, it sometimes that's just all it takes for them to see Jesus, because a lot of times yeah. mm-hmm. we're the only Jesus they see. And just, yeah, uh, just exactly. A, right, just a, a random act of kindness. <laughs> People, <laughs> they can't believe it. Right. Wow. Yes. What I'm I'm seeing here is, um, I guess the secret is to get dedicated twice when you're a baby. (laughs) I missed the boat. Double portion. I'd talk to my dad about that if he was still alive. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that that was that was it. That was it. Yes, I think it's the simplicity of the gospel is. It's just serving people and loving people where they are and, you know, not watering down the gospel by any means, but just getting back to the basics of, of what it means to be a Christ follower and what it means to just unconditionally love people. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they keep making, you know, dumb mistakes over and over again, you know, still just loving them through it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it speaks very, very loudly. Yeah, and we don't have to complicate it, you know? I mean, yeah. it's just like going back to the random act of kindness, you know? So that's really all it takes, you know? Right. And uh, just, right. just show love. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Right. Right. Absolutely. So where's the ministry heading now, Nicole? Well, um, this year has been a very... Um, pivotal year, I would say, for the ministry. So for the first four years, you know, we focused on outreach really has been everything. It's been outreach and building rapport and um, offering resources and, you know, walking with women through um, their 
their circumstances, whether it be you know human trafficking or substance abuse or um, domestic violence, whatever the issue is, homelessness, just really walking with these women and helping tangibly whenever we can. Um, a year ago, last September, so September 2017, we had a girl, um, and her name was Trindy, and uh, we worked with Trindy for about four weeks. And what was interesting about Trindy is we didn't meet her in a club or anything like that, but she was an escort. Um, she was actually being trafficked out of um, a business here in Panama City. And uh, we, we got a call at about 11.30 one, one evening from a women's shelter saying that they um, Trindy was, was placed there, but they couldn't house her because she was a victim of human trafficking. And so for safety reasons, they were not able to keep her. And unfortunately, we only have one um, one uh, facility here in Bay County that can house women who are escaping crisis situations. So if you're, you know, escaping domestic violence or human trafficking, um, if you're being looked for or hunted by somebody, um, and this one facility is full, which it usually is, um, you're out of luck. You actually have to go to another county to be be housed in safety. So we get this call from a, a woman's shelter. They explain to me over the phone, you know, we have this woman. She's in her 30s. Uh, she's a survivor of trafficking. She's being looked for. Um, here you go, basically. is We can't house her, so we're handing her to you. So I go over to the um, shelter with, with another representative from, from Lavish Ministries and a, a representative from another organization try to figure out how we're going to do this. And so we, we meet Trindy and she's obviously, you know, terrified and um, very, very scared. And gratefully we were able to immediately place her into a home. Uh, a, a woman from my church, she has opened her home for any woman um, who's leaving a, a crisis situation who needs, you know, temporary safe shelter. Um, we, we were able to bring her immediately there and uh, that's where she stayed for, for a few weeks. Um, one thing about this specific situation was Trindy had a felony that um, her trafficker had framed her with. And so we were unable to transfer her out of the county to a safe home um, because it was going to take about three months for a judge to change her probation. So that's the story that's off. But um, to cut the story shorter, we were housing um secretly trindy at this at this host home and one morning trindy was walking um right outside the home to a trolley stop and she was hit in a hit and run and was uh killed on the scene and so um losing trindy was horrible because we felt like we had failed her we had failed her as a community because our community in Panama city and in bay county we were unable to offer her resources that she needed to to live, to survive. And um, so in honor of her and with the permission of her family, this year we started a branch of Lavish. It's actually the Human Trafficking Advocacy Branch of Lavish Ministries, and it's called the Trendy Initiative. And so our initiative is, um, in moving forward with Lavish Ministries, is to actually purchase a home here in Panama City, where we can 
house these women who are leaving crisis situations when the other facility is, you know, consistently has a three month wait list, um, especially if these women are on, um, you know, probation and they cannot leave the county, where do they go? So um, we want to um, create a confidential house um, with a, you know, a house mom. We can house um, up to five women at one time um, and it will be, essentially a, a temporary dwelling place of refuge and um, they can come there, get detox if they need it, just rest, um, go through a phase of healing and then we can then transfer them out to a long-term recovery program. So in moving forward, that, that's our goal right now. And our focus is, is getting this home and staffing this, this home and um, helping more women escape their, their life dominating circumstances. Wow. That's fantastic. Well, I don't think she'll have any problem getting it funded. No. At 27 <laughs> years old, I mean, to just, you know, know what your life's direction and purpose yeah. is and to be so actively involved in, in, you know, being a crucial turnaround point for a lot of people. Yeah, my dad always told me when I was younger, he said, if you want to know what your purpose is, is you... You find something that moves your heart. You find something yeah. that twists your heart, yeah. and you know. Yeah. And uh, I, right. I could so bear witness with with Nicole's story because, um, you know, there's, um, it's like when we first sat down and talked about God's Stories Radio and the testimonies and bringing hope and comfort. You know that really twisted my heart because there's so many people and going through the Celebrate Recovery program and. Mm-hmm. And all of that, you know, there's some some hurting folks out there mm-hmm. and they just mm-hmm. we really just in this time. And, and we've talked about it before that we all need to band together. We're on the same team. Man. Right. Indeed. Yeah. Right. Right. So do you have a, a website? Uh, yeah. Nicole? Yes. Yeah, we do. It's it's lavished ministries dot com. So L-A-V-I-S-H-E-D ministries.com um, and from there you can see our plans for this home and what the home will entail and our fundraising efforts for it as well as what we do you know exactly what we do as a ministry um, so yeah lavishministries.com and um, that will say everything <laughs> <laughs> wonderful wonderful well yeah and go there and sign up for the newsletter because I I get the newsletter every month and it's riveting. Yeah. And you talk Aww. about some testimonies. I yeah. mean, that's why I was yeah. so excited about having you on the program, Nicole, because I feel like that we're trying to accomplish the same thing. Of course, you know, God Stories Radio is not going into the clubs and we thank yeah. you that <laughs> that you are, you know, and we lift you yeah. up in prayer and support you, but it's it's the testimony, it's the power of of the changed life. Right. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, if you go to the website, click, uh, I think you just click newsletter. It's at the very bottom of the website and you can sign up. Wonderful. Well, Nicole, don't forget to use us as a resource too for the women and the men too. I don't know if, if it's just strictly Excellent. women, yeah. you know, as yeah. a resource to, um, you know, bring them some hope and encouragement. Um, I know Absolutely. we've, We've definitely had a lot of uh, powerful testimonies on God Stories Radio of um, 
people going through abuse and different kinds of situations. And yeah, we actually had the Glass Slipper Project on. I don't know if you've heard of them, Nicole, but they're a, they're a, I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, they're a local sixty and sixty one. Yeah, I think they're was. a local group Six, here, and uh, they actually brought um, brought one of the women, yes, she and did. and she gave her testimony. I'll never oh, forget it. Oh, it was just cried like a baby. So yeah. good. Yes, yes. And um, yeah, like you said, that's, that's one thing about our newsletters is we're able to go a little bit more in depth. And we've had many women who have gone through a period of, you know, recovery and restoration who have come back and said, you know, Nicole, you know, I've been out for, you know, two, three years. I, I'm ready to share, you know, what the Lord has done in my life. And mm-hmm. so, you know, they, they write and, um, I, I have testimony after testimony just written and with their permission, you know, I, I changed their names and we changed their um, location and any self-identifying information. And we're able to share that with, with our partners. And um, it's been amazing to look back on, you know, where we first met, you know, this woman and, and the years of walking with her and then seeing her now it's, it's night and day. It's really, it's really incredible way a $4 gift can, can, can do, you know, it's, I know. it's amazing. It's amazing. amazing. It really is. It's it's like it's such a fish and love story, isn't it? Yes. How God just yes. multiplies and multiplies. It's just phenomenal. I'm curious on uh, the Trindy, the the hit yes. and run. Did did they find the person that did that? Yes. Um, and he, we went to his trial. Actually, um, the Trindy initiative was launched on August 11th of this year. And his trial was August 10th, and um, he was wow. he was given 20 years. Okay, I was just wondering if it was maybe those that were looking for her and found her, and that's how they took care of her. But right, um, he was he was sentenced on a um, vehicular homicide, so he was not charged with trafficking, um, but he he was sentenced to 20 years for for um, killing her and then leaving the scene. Right. Man, wow! You can't hear that and not be affected, can you, Mike? No, you can't. I'm just wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm man. speechless. I am too. Uh, but uh, Nicole, I I know as as Mikey always says, there's some ones out there that needed to hear what you had to say. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, please give your contact information again because I just feel that. There's um, some listeners out there. I've got quite a few on Mixler tonight, but um, if they don't follow us, I can't see who they are, but they're listening. Sure. So if you give your contact information uh, one more time, that'd be great before we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my name is Nicole Phillip, and my email is Nicole, and I C O L E at lavished, L-A-V-I-S-H-E-D, ministries.com. Um, or our our um, office phone number is one six one four seven one five four four seven five. Fantastic, thank you, Nicole. And if yes, um, you. if you didn't get that information, then you can drop us a line at GodStoriesRadio at gmail dot com, and we will get that information to Nicole for you. So that is Excellent. not a problem, right? And you never know, there might be people out in that area that might want to volunteer and help out. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I can tell you, we need help. We need volunteers. Um, we have volunteers, even people on the leadership team who don't even live in Florida. We have people all over the country 
to um, whether they're survivors or whether they are able to do office and administration work. Um, we have people all over who volunteer in some capacity. So, um, yeah, touch base with me and we'll figure it out. Absolutely. Right. Wonderful. Gosh, Wonderful. what a powerful story of how, yeah, how really. you know, when it's, when it's God's in it, you know, that's mm-hmm. when it's God's will, it's God's yeah. bill. And man, I tell well, you, when you, to see him move like that, it just, it still just yeah. gives me chills. I'm, I'm in awe. Yeah. Just stop in this building and talk, go talk to the woman inside. <laughs> right. Before, and I don't make a habit of doing that, by the way. No, but, but, so but when, zone. before you, um, let us know what it was, I knew where that was going once you said that it started to go and, you know, uh, uh-huh. When she started to say that when I was a biz- I wasn't a businesswoman, I knew right where that was going. Yeah, we both looked yeah. at each other and went, "Oh my goodness, here comes <laughs> here comes the puppy comes- dog eyes and the tears." Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, me me and her, me and this businesswoman, we were we were hugging at uh in the office for sure. We were both crying like babies, and you know I was thinking, "Oh my goodness, this is crazy," <laughs> and she was thinking, "Oh my goodness, you know this is what I've been praying for." And actually, she is. She's amazing. She she wants to remain anonymous, but even since then, she's been one of our top um, our top supporters and has been a huge blessing to to lavish ministries. So it's been it's been cool to see how God has worked in her life. So now she can it's it's a, it's a full circle experience. Absolutely, it's really cool. It really is. God blessed her so she could bless you, yeah. and He knows what He's doing. Absolutely. Yeah. And we just really pray cool. a hundredfold blessing yep. on all of that. You bet. Really. Yes, absolutely. Well, Nicole, thank you for all that you do. Thank you for yes, your willingness, absolutely. your willingness to share your obedience to Christ. Um, none of this would have happened if you weren't obedient. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. That's right. And if she ever gets oh. uh, somebody that graduates the program, that would like to give their testimony and yeah, absolutely. we're, we're a, f- a free resource. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, you are. Right now. <laughs> and right now, listen to in 93 countries. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, because as we know, unfortunately, this is a global problem. So mm-hmm. you right. bet, especially the trafficking. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah especially the trafficking side of things, for for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. I think the last numbers were twenty twenty five million worldwide. Oh wow. goodness, goodness. <laughs> that's yeah, staggering. It is. Yeah. All right. Wow. Well, Nicole, you'll have to come back and give us an update at some point. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. I, I'm I'm hoping next time I come on on uh, the radio program we'll we'll have a home. That would be <laughs> we'll exciting. Yeah. And I can say, hey, announcement we have That's a home. what I'm talking about. Well, <laughs> as soon as you get the home, which right. I'm pretty sure that you're gonna oh, I'm sure we'll just just for, just don't rem- off to forget to uh listen to God when he says, Well, stop in this house right here, stop in this right. place here and speak to someone because <laughs> Right, right. Maybe I'll come you know how he works. Realtor or something. Absolutely. Well, you know you what's a, know. And amazing is, you know, remember, um, oh, what was her name from Glass Slipper? She, she had the same experience. Right. They, they were, were looking for a house, right. and the God told her to stop and talk to this person, mm-hmm. and they said it's it's not for rent, it's for sale. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, it went round and round, round and, and round and round. She ended up talking to the owner, and then she hands it, the phone back to the realtor. And the realtor, what would you say to her? You know, and the lady said, "I just feel, I'm the Lord said to give it to you or whatever." I'm You're not right. sure what the story was, but it was 
it well, was that where where she felt led to stop thing. in. Yeah, right. it was um, just amazing. <laughs> God That's works so cool. with it. That's yeah, awesome. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a I'm a planner. I like plans. I like um, you know having structure and knowing how to get from point A to point C. But this everything with lavish ministries has been just not planned. <laughs> it's been just <laughs> God. It's been random. It's been spontaneous. And you really can't. Uh, you really so. can't be OCD when it when it comes down to the Father no. because uh, he's not going to do it yeah. conventionally the way no. you think he will. Usually, I know. ever. And, uh, and I'm stubborn, so I'm you know, and, and I know <laughs> that logically, but it still bothers me. It's like, okay, Lord, like, like. I like timetables. I like schedules. You know, can we just like, you know, keep it on a schedule? You and, you know? my, you and my wife should have lunch. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. Uh, and if something comes across that it's out of the ordinary, like very out of the ordinary, you know where yeah. it came from. Oh, you bet. Right. Beyond the shadow oh, of a and doubt. It's always, it's always at the 11th hour, too. It's, right. You know, it's no, last it, minute. It's his timing. Yep, exactly. Right. I always call him <laughs> Jehovah Nick time. <laughs> There you go. He's, he's never late, but he's usually he's, last uh, minute. That's right. He's right on time. His time. <laughs> Jehovah Nicka time. That's, that's really good. I'm going to use that. Oh, sure. You can uh, you can steal from me shamelessly. I don't mind. Great. <laughs> oh, well, Nicole, we love you, and we and we, we love the ministry, and uh, we're going to partner with you in prayer, and whatever we yeah. can do to help, just give us a call uh, if you want to come back on after you get your house you have an you have an open invitation (laughs) yeah or if you're going to be in the orlando area you know the greater orlando area you can feel free to stop in to stop Stop in hang out with us you got it actually i may be in orlando um next year usually i'm in orlando once or twice a year so yeah i'll I'll let you know yeah let us know and you come by the studio and have coffee with us and we'll do it live Wonderful. Okay. <laughs> Great. Great, Fantastic. Nicole. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, thank you all. <laughs> God bless you. Just hang on the line here, okay? Hang on the, hang on the line, okay. uh, Nicole, if you would. Man, okay. what a testimony. I tell you. Well, really <laughs> The incredible. hair is up on both my arms. It's standing up right now. Can I just say how proud I am of her? Because oh, I, yeah. without being condescending, you know, just, I am just blown away again she made the decision when she was 17 years old yeah. that this is something that I want to pursue. And God did the rest. You know, he opened the doors. He showed her everything. He showed her what to do. But she was faithful. Mm-hmm. I know having a heart for anything at 17 years old is a miracle yeah. in itself. You know, and she was just so obedient. And I love that. I love to hear stories like that about our youth and about this generation. It's just incredibly encouraging. And look at how she's changing the world. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Yep. She's changing the world. And that's what we Christians need to do. We need to be changing this world. Right. Instead of being so self-absorbed. Self-absorbed or us. passive. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Because we tend to be very passive, so you know, and I don't find it any coincidence that that uh, we have we're having more ministries come on God Stories Radio because it's time to partner. It is. It's late in the game, and right. it's we're running out of time, and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, people are depending on us to get the word out there, and, and uh, they're actually going on the battlefront. I mean, they're going yes. in those clubs, yes. and 
doing the the, the FaceTime, and mm-hmm. uh, I, it's just powerful to me. That's just amazing, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pray for them, and uh, I ask the uh, all the God Stories Radio family to to please pray for them. Absolutely, right. and that they'll uh, they'll get this house, um, and um, I have no doubt they'll get the house. Right, God's yeah. gonna bless. Them. God will bless. He's gonna them. see we'll take to care it. of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. knowing him, it may not be the house they think it is, but it he's going to have the best house. Right. Because we want his best. Mm-hmm. We don't want to settle. No. Right. Woo. All right. Okay. That was session 186. 186. And don't forget to uh, help uh, join us in prayer for uh, Lauren and the cancer that she's uh, yes. 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 Yes, please do. We thank you to all of our God Stories Radio family for, for the prayers and support and and uh, we just appreciate it. Drop us a line at GodStoriesRadio at gmail.com if you have a testimony you want to share. Absolutely. Uh, like us on the Facebook and we're, uh, go to the website, uh, GodStoriesRadio.com. If you haven't watched our Thanksgiving special with Barbara Beck, it's a real treat. Session 185. Still up there uh, on the website if you want to see the visual. I think it's 184. Four. Yes, 184. Yeah. It is, 184. 184. Right. All right. We love you guys. We appreciate you. That about wraps it up for session 186. I'm Fred. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. God bless. God bless. God bless. I've been a sinner. I've been a saint. A little bit of both every single day. I've been lost, but somehow I've been found. There's been some pain, been some regret, been some more. I'll never forget But when I look back From where I'm standing now There's never been a moment I was not held inside your arms And there's never been a day when You were not who you say you are You're forever It don't matter what I'm walking through Cause no matter where I'm